0: Pardon, my American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for twenty-five years. Pardon, my American. Global Awakening to the New World Order. Pardon, my American.
1: Artificial intelligence, Andrew.
0: Bondage- Pardon, my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American.
2: Well, heidi ho there, everybody. <laughs> I like the the slow thing,
1: like a flying <laughs> bug right into your ears, everybody. Yes, it is
2: just Chris and I today. Dave is working on his homestead. Yeah, he's going. uh They took a little break and they're putting it back up on the market tomorrow.
1: Hey yo, yes, yeah. So he's getting the necessary, you know, nails put in. I don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> Dude, I I suck with this whole construction stuff, but he's busy. He's sweating down there. I could I could smell it. Yeah yeah
2: yeah i helped him do a dump run earlier so oh yeah yeah i hope my whole whole truck was full of i think we threw away a fridge we Ooh. threw away all kinds of shit
1: dango okay so he's list. he's just kind of cleaning up in the meantime yeah you know making it look pretty it
2: more presentable
1: i get you no. awesome dude well yeah um You know, before we get started, we got to say thank you to uh, Ryan Gable at The Secret Teachings.
2: Yeah. Go check that out tonight. It airs tonight at 10 p.m. Pacific.
1: So, The Secret Teachings is a show that Ryan Gable does. Um, Ryan Gable, he is just one of the masters of occult, kind of secret uh, societies, slash symbolism, slash ancient history, uh, civilizations. Uh, you can check out his information on thesecretteachings.info. But we did his show this morning, Chris and I did. Yep. And we did about an hour. So that will be airing tonight at 11 p.m. Well, so the first hour will be at 10 p.m., but yeah. we'll be on at 11 p.m. And so it's going to be a little late. But then they also, the there's a podcast, right? Yep. So you can listen to it on Apple, wherever the hell he has his stuff. So looking forward to it. We'll share it too. You know what I mean. Yeah. We'll send out some links in our Instagram, Telegram, all that stuff. So, yeah. Thanks you again, uh, Ryan. Because it's going to be
2: on the radio, right? Radio tonight. Yes, it will be on the radio. So, so it'll be uh, yeah at eleven p.m. after Clyde Lewis's show. After Clyde Lewis. Yeah. Indeedy. So it's kind of cool. It is really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. And you know he invited us back on. Super chill dude. Awesome yeah. guy. Very knowledgeable. So that's what I love about him. Um, yeah. So everybody check that out if you can. If not, download it tomorrow. Show them some love. Um, uh, plan B,
2: news what's the name of the show?
1: Oh, oh uh, The Secret Teachings.
2: Yeah, with Ryan Gable.
1: Yes, and you can go to his website, thesecretteachings.info, and that will be his, uh, he has basically all his shows embedded into that website there. But uh, yeah, it was really fun. We're going to do it again soon, too. Uh, so, yeah, the big news today, obviously, is these photos that were released of this top secret documents that Trump was squirreling away at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. And, you know, there's some stuff to it where we're going to, you know, get into it. What it could possibly mean is Trump doing this on purpose.
2: Who knows?
1: Yeah. But before we do, we have a couple things that we wanted to get into. And then also, pardon my American dot com, everybody. Yeah. You guys supporting our show buying our merch helps tremendously and whatever you guys do it, as far as being on patreon that is a humongous help to our show helps us kind of stay afloat we really want to make this full time and we really want to make this show succeed so you guys subscribing to patreon getting on there we're we're going to be doing some extra content i called into the secret teachings from my uh my sauna studio okay Ooh. the sauna studio has made its first appearance on air so Yeah. I called in from my truck. There you go. (laughs) You know, it's nice and quiet in there. Yeah. And it's comfy, too. It's a big ass truck. But yeah, um, so I will be doing some extra content. We're going to be doing some stuff on there, too, as well as sideshows eventually, right? When you guys have your move to Texas. But yeah, things are happening. And you guys get discounts on merch if you join on on our Patreon. Um, And it just it's fun being part of the crowd. We do a call-in show every Friday. Yep. If we're not doing that, we'll do our paranormal our paranormal show on that Saturday, and that's actually a Zoom, so we get to see your pretty faces. You know what I mean? Hell yes. Oh yeah! Okay, so that's it's just fun, and you guys think about it; uh, it supports us, and we get you a little bit of extra content. You get the, the discounts on the merch, so it's a bada bing type of bada boom type of thing. You
2: know? A, a bada bing type of bada boom. There you go. Oh, okay. Okay. You get
1: the bing, we give you the boom, okay? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, being a little dumb. But, yeah, overall, thank you guys so much. Uh, We have awesome merch up on pardonmyamerican.com, so go check it out. And more to come, right? So, anyway, uh, before we get into these top-secret documents, I did want to touch base on Joe Biden's Pennsylvania rally. Mm. The dilapidated despot... He was delivering a speech in Pennsylvania, and this is at a high school gym, mind you. Everybody, <laughs> all right. This man got eighty-one million votes. He's the most popular president in American history. I believe it. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, you see, I mean, his
2: rallies too when he was yeah. running for president. You know, get <laughs> all those those close frame angles, and the, it, they're packed. Well, yeah. Like I mean, they zoom way in, and it, the background is full of people.
1: Yeah. It, they were packed via staying safe per the <laughs> big C measurements. You know what I mean? Like those, those measurements that were put in place, the six feet apart. Yeah. All. So anyway, there was a clip going around where it caught like fa- Fox News panned out. So you guys could see the entirety or the entirety of this audience, which is not much. I mean, it was scantily filled. Let's uh, let's be honest here. Right. So if we're looking at this, we're looking at the panned out version here, and you have a bleacher of, what is that, maybe 40, 50 people?
2: Uh, yeah. there's. I mean, all together, there's probably 100 people at mm-hmm. the most.
1: And to be fair, this is just one side of the uh That's true. The there's people
2: here, so, I mean, there could be a secondary uh, yeah. set of bleachers.
1: Well, I mean, this room has four walls, and we're only looking at two of them, right? Or yeah. two and a half. But there is the video I believe right down here we can, we can play that
0: and give
1: <laughs> and yes,
2: here we go. all right then We expect
0: them to do everything me, look, it's so We expect them uh-huh. to be There's so many people to protect there. us yep to be psychologists Pause it real quick
1: to be I love how this is this is how they do politics everybody if you're looking at this photo, you have black people, you have Hispanic people, you have police officers. You got all these buttoned up, uh, yes, this is great, this is proper. You know, you have, of course, women. Everyone
2: seems to be enjoying themselves. Yeah, diversity <laughs> and happiness. Look, I mean, look at all the smiles on their faces.
1: Oh, dude, these people are miserable. <laughs> they hate life and they hate you, Biden. Yeah, well, regardless, it's just, Trump does this too. But it's, yeah. you know, you, you fill the auditorium directly behind the camera, filled with well, diversity. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: Yeah. You got to set some kind of. Good optic. For, Politician's going to politic,
1: right? yeah. So here He's we go.
0: Sociology, I mean, we expect you to do everything. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Everything. You realize more a police lot. officers mm-hmm. are killed dealing with domestic violence than anything else? You realize that?
2: Oh, those bleachers aren't point even point is, <laughs>
0: we ask mm-hmm. so much of you. Mm-hmm. So oh, much of you. There we go. Oh, no. I've not met a cop <laughs> who likes a bad cop. Oh,
1: There's yeah? bad. Anyway, yeah, enough of him and his uh, fourth grade speech. <laughs> I mean, he is bad, man. You know? Yeah,
2: I mean, it's funny that the camera guy's like, I'm just going to go ahead and like show exactly what's going on here yeah. and just zoom way out. Because I guarantee you, there wasn't any other, like CNN wasn't going to do that. Oh, no. They're not going to pan out and Keep show, it close, Billy. show the whole crowd. Yeah,
1: Keep that camera shot nice and tight, Okay. We want this thing packed. Yeah. Biden, you know, he is. I would go see it just for something to make fun of. Honestly, like I would go see Biden just to see. I would count how many times that he messed up. I would check to see if he sniffed a child's hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to be, you know, more than 10. I, I don't have enough fingers, but. Yeah, I, I would just go just to see what the people were like. Well, Did
2: you, did you see him? at? I don't know if it was this speech. But he addressed, like, a little girl in the crowd. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. was like, how old are you, baby? Yeah, little
1: baby girl. Hey, there. Uh,
2: yeah. You're weird, dude.
1: Yeah, he's absolutely, uh, he's a freak show. He's a walking freak show, and he's running the the country.
2: But he's running again. Oh, yeah. He Appar- did make that announcement. Apparently, he uh, he's filed to run in 2024 again. Yeah, he'll win. So we'll see. He'll win. Come on, everybody. I mean, there's also, I've heard that uh, there's a, a plan starting after the midterms to impeach also. Oh, of course so we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. uh, with that.
1: I think that's the way it's going to go down, man. I oh, mean, yeah. Trump is now 199 to seven for his endorsements. Mm. So that's 90, that's a hell of a record. 96.6%, right 96.7, something like that. Upper, upper nineties. So yeah, he's, he's doing very well, but, um, That that was just one clip that's been circulating around. You know, it's just obviously Biden's not popular people. And we didn't have to tell you that. I mean, look at the polls like 70 over 70 percent for almost a year in this MSNBC poll. Like Mm -hmm. we made the clip on Instagram. It's over a year now or pretty much close to a year where
2: it's been between 70 and 75 percent of the public don't agree with what he's doing.
1: They think America is on the wrong track. Yeah. Right. So we all we all can see that, you know. Um, something else here is this, uh, Fetter, go to that third, or what's his name? Fetterman. Right? So, uh, what's his name? Uh, something, John Fetterman. He's the Democrat in Pennsylvania running against Dr. Mehmet Oz. All right. now I'm no big fan of Oz, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely not a fan of this guy too. And one of the reasons why is because this guy refuses to debate Dr. Oz and when you refuse to debate somebody and you're a politician one uh you're a gigantic pussy you're afraid of them and then two you're you're not doing what the job asks you to do
2: you're you either afraid that you're going to be made a fool or you have you, you don't really have anything to run on so you, you don't really know what you're doing you have no principles to talk about. You don't believe in what you're doing, so how could you debate someone?
1: Yeah, you're you're just a body. You're a you're yeah. a fill-in, right?
2: And it kind of looks that way anyway, because who shows up for a? I would I would assume this is a rally. Right? <laughs> oh boy, yeah. There's less people there than a Biden rally. Yeah, but he
1: he showed up in pants and a, a hoodie. Well, to be fair, these these kind of primaries. For these types of positions. So, same thing with Joe Kent. Like, he would go to little places like this where you have maybe 10 people.
2: Yeah, but isn't there a certain perception you're trying to go for? Like, look a little more professional at least? Uh,
1: oh, like don't show up in a hoodie? Don't show up <laughs> in a
2: hoodie with your with the sleeves rolled up?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's the working man. You know what I mean? He's pulling out. I mean, a-
2: I get it, but... I mean, wear a flannel shirt or something.
1: Yeah. I would at least I don't get... Know. That's, I don't know if that's any better. Yeah. Get one teardrop tattoo. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like... How about a nose piercing or oh, something? Oh, fuck yeah. 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 Nose piercing, teardrop tattoo. Well, uh,
2: he does, I think he does have tattoos.
1: And you know that cool visor that people wear with the fake hair? It's like that oh, blonde yeah. fake hair and it's like the tennis visor. Mm. Put that, it looks like guy... V- v- if VR I was
2: name? to ever run for anything, I feel like I'd I'd show up in like a a nice suit and show up like a normal politician would, but my whole rally would I'd have like bands playing. Yeah. And I the whole thing would just be like a big beer garden. Ooh. Okay. And I'd show up on stage in my suit, but I'd also be wearing that hat that holds my beers. Yes. So I could or- still do the hand motions and talk in the microphone, but I also have a straw ready to go. Hell yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, my fellow Americans <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is a glorious <laughs> afternoon, isn't it? Look at him. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Slurping your straw. from. Your I, I feel
2: like that'd be very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Cracking beers with everybody. Or uh, I think a good move would be I'd use the campaign money that I collected and actually do my rally speeches like at an NFL game. Oh, so you have like a hundred thousand people there and it's on or, TV. Tell yeah. By. So it's on national TV. Like part of your, the intro to the, to the game, whatever they but do. Nah, the nah. Opening nah, ceremonies nah. would be me, me doing my campaign speech.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, people do do that. They go and raise the flag. Yeah.
2: You That's know. not the same, though. You're yeah. not on the mic, and on, on the camera in front of everybody. That's true. Spreading your message. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, if if the TV monitors would not pan away, then yeah, I guess that would be a good thing to do. But the thing about this, this Fetterman guy He's not the only one that's refusing to debate. I think that's happening in Arizona as well. Mm-hmm. Carrie Lake's opponent. Uh, what's what's her name? Katie Hobbs? Something like that?
2: Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah.
1: Now, which I, this kind of confuses me, but the Katie Hobbs that got caught a while ago, she was nude in a hotel. Oh, mm-hmm. Right? She mm-hmm. was brushing another woman's hair. Is this the same Katie Hobbs? I don't know. Okay. I have
2: a... I can't imagine it's the same one. Uh, I mean, that's a that's right out of the gate. It's not a good look for running for a political office.
1: Okay. And maybe I'm getting that name wrong and I don't want to make accusations, but I'm just thinking like, dang, dude, that's brazen. You know, like you're still in there. <laughs> you're still in that uh, whatever Senate C- or no uh, representative, right? Yeah. You're still there after that came out of you. Because <laughs> people were making fun of her tattoos and stuff, kind of hmm. like linking her to Nazis. And I'm like, I don't know if that was a Nazi tattoo, but, you know, more of Knights Templar. But, yeah, I just, I don't know who that was. I mean, maybe somebody in the uh, the chat will refresh my memory. But going back to this uh, this Fetterman guy, he apparently had a stroke because he he's skipping his words when he's speaking. He's not making sense. And I'm just thinking, how's this gonna work? You know, you just had a stroke. Yeah. Um, citing continuing, so uh, this is a, an article from Gateway Pundit. And it says, citing continuing health issuance or issues from a debilitating stroke last May, Pennsylvania, like May of 21, um, or just
2: this last May,
1: May 2022, yeah, hmm. three months okay. ago. Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman turned down a debate with Dr. Oz next week in a hotly contested U.S. Senate race. Oh, so this is a Senate race, okay, in the Keystone State, yeah. So how convenient, right? Yeah. I'm not going to go debate you because, hey, I just had a stroke. I have health issues. Yeah.
2: Well, then why would you be elected? If you have health issues and you can't even do a debate, how are you supposed to represent your state? That's my point,
1: you know, and I don't want to rag on the guy, but it's like, bro, you might not be in the best shape to do this right now. Okay, let's take a year off take a couple years off, you know, go do your stuff, get healthy. You know, people were saying the same thing about Bernie Sanders when he mm-hmm. had the heart attack, mm-hmm. like, whoa, he had a heart attack, and you're gonna try to be president, yeah, like president's stressful, dude, like come on now, you know yeah that
2: did that should be a red flag for anybody in Pennsylvania that if the guy running for the Democratic Party already has massive health issues and won't do debates and won't engage like you're supposed to when running a campaign like that? Well, he can't. Well, I know. That should be a huge red flag for you. This probably isn't a guy that needs to be representing us, especially if he can't do the job.
1: Yeah. No. And so here's a little clip that I wanted to show you guys how bad this has gotten. I mean, this man should not be Rallying
2: members of the United Steelworkers Tuesday, Fetterman was on message, but often halting in his speech and occasionally dropped words mid-sentence.
0: Being anti-union is anti-American. What is wrong with demanding for an easy, safe kind of their income?
1: OK, so to- I mean, that's all I need. I go, wait, hold up. What <laughs> okay. just came out of your Hey,
2: mouth, Not I mean, obviously, you guy has health issues. And Absolutely. So go take care of yourself. But you not being able to make it through a sentence on a campaign trail is not a good sign for you, bro.
1: I mean, that's like, you know, I get it. You just got a stroke, but you're starting to sound like Biden here. And Biden's what, 70 something. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that doesn't sound good. You got to you got to bow out and you got to just go take care of yourself. Yeah. Right. Because it's
2: well, people were saying the same thing about Biden when he was running for president. Like mm-hmm. he clearly had things wrong with him in the health aspect of life that people were noticing and they're still noticing. And a lot of people are saying this. You this isn't a good idea.
1: No. Yeah, and apparently he's going against his doctor's advice. And I'm just—I saw that clip and I was like, I wasn't making fun of it. I wasn't laughing. I was worried. I was like, dude, you're gonna have to get off this trail here because that is not—that's not healthy. He's
2: gonna a job that's stressful like that, like representation of a state or anything in in politics. It's—it's it's not. They're not easy jobs. They're not supposed to be easy jobs. no. Nah. But if you're going into it behind the eight ball, like you're already pushed up against the ropes as far as your health goes, Mm -hmm. you're only going to get worse.
1: Yeah, you would think, right? I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to get better, but he should try to go get better, right? And leave this whole stupid politics game behind. So, anyway, I mean, I just thought that that was interesting. And, and, I mean, it's like no wonder this guy is not going to debate. Yeah. You know, he can't. Like physically he can't, but with Katie Hobbs and Carrie Lake, that's a whole nother story. I would like to see that debate. And a lot of people would love to see that debate.
2: Yeah. The fact that she's refusing to debate, it's, I can only imagine it's purely out of, I'm, I know I'm probably going to lose.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know, it's, she's going to say some things that people don't want to hear. I have you know a feeling because Carrie Lake was, you know, I don't want to talk about the stuff that she's been saying, but she's been talking about the elections results. She's been talking about other things that we need to do. And, yeah, a lot of people want to hear what Katie Hobbs has to say, too. Like, yeah. Okay, why should we vote for you? And it's just something that you, you need to do when you're a politician. You need to go debate the other politicians.
2: Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the whole just, uh, that's the whole point. You have to prove your worthiness. You have to prove that you're better than the other people.
1: Absolutely. So anywho, yeah, those are two little topics that I wanted to kind of touch on before we got into the big kahuna here, these top secret documents. Oh boy, you will not believe what the FBI found. These documents will blow your mind, okay?
2: Top secret ones.
1: Top secret, secret, top secret, SCI. They all three. have
2: they all have the paper on them saying top secret.
1: That that's how you know that they're I super know. top secret. If you
2: find a bundle of papers with a paperclip holding the top secret label on. Yeah. You know that that's, that's the real deal. For sure. You And
1: you can't have them laying about. Yeah, you can't just sprawl them around like they're just freaking confetti at a party. Okay? This isn't a Biden-Pennsylvania rally, for God's <laughs> sakes. Put those top secret documents back in the freaking National Archive or whatever the hell. Yeah.
2: They must not be that top secret, otherwise there wouldn't be a picture of them going around,
1: right? Yeah, so we have this article here from Becker News, and it is entitled "The Biden DOJ Attaches Photo of Quote Top Secret to Mar-a-Lago Docs." Then people instantly spot the problem with it, right? So he goes on to talk about the FBI. Kind of overnight, uh, the DOJ just released this random photo. And you have in this photo several documents that are sprawled along the carpet at the Mar-a-Lago residence, Mm -hmm. and several of these documents have top secret, SCI, or whatever the hell is, uh, you know, um, whatever that cover sheet, it's like a cover sheet that you'd put on top of a a stack of papers, right? Yeah,
2: maybe I watch too many TV shows and movies, but usually aren't like... Top secret documentation inside some kind of book or some kind of folder or something that isn't just pieces of paper <laughs> clipped together. Yeah,
1: well, this looks like a flyer. Everybody, I you know, if you're not looking at this, it looks like a flyer for a a concert at the at the the park or at the lake. <laughs> hey, no, or like missing dog. You know,
2: I mean, maybe there's somebody that listens to. The- to the show that can clear up, like, how legit these pieces of paper are?
1: Well, even if they are legitimate pieces of paper, I could put Top Secret on a stack of our papers. Yeah. And just be like, there it is. That's Top Secret. Like, how do you know what's actually underneath that and inside of the pile of papers? No one really knows. And so it's this dramatic display. They're sprawled all over the floor. You have, like... uh You know, it says 2A, you have attachment F. I I guess this was part of a document, Mm -hmm. and the photo was in the section or attachment F, right?
2: And I like how they whited out, like, all the papers.
1: Yeah, like a a digitally whiteout? Is that digital whiteout? I assume, yeah. Physical whiteout.
2: No, that's not physical.
1: I'm going to say that's a lot of whiteout, bro. You know? So, the first obvious question. So, if you look at the picture, the main photo up at the top there.
2: Yeah.
1: Or uh, down below, I should say. There is a box with a framed photo of the Time Magazine from 2019. And the 2019, uh, it was March 4th, 2019, uh, Time Magazine cover. And it literally has, if you scroll all the way down, you'll see the photo of it. Uh, Nope. Keep on going. They have a nice clear photo. Yeah. So you you have 15 people standing outside the window of Trump's office. And you see them looking through the window trying to spy on Trump. And you see Trump's head just like looking around like, who is that? What's going on? Who's out there? Is that Creepy Joe? Get the (laughs) hell out of here, Creepy. What's Pocahontas doing here? You know what I mean? So and the the first question is like why if the FBI was going to plan this and make this look like ooh look at all these documents these are top secret documents that Trump has why would they have this Time magazine photo as part of the evidence as part of the evidence right because the Time photo literally goes against the FBI it, it looks like yeah Trump's being spied on. Mm. And it says "knock knock" on the cover. You know, has all these people looking through his window secretly.
2: Yeah, it's it's weird that they would have they would put that in there with the apparent evidence that showed he was handling documents like badly. Well, yeah, I mean, whatever they're they're throwing out there as what he did wrong, Mm because isn't he legally and constitutionally? Have the right to have all these documents in the first place?
1: Yeah, it's like presidential uh, something something. Like he has the prerogative. So
2: uh, the the whole fact that they went in there and they're saying he had classified documentation, I don't understand why that is an issue in the first place. He's a former president. He still has security clearance.
1: Well, and were they even classified?
2: Yeah, because didn't he declassify almost a, a lot of shit before he left?
1: Well, so that's the deal, is he declassified all of the Russia investigation. Mm-hmm. So he definitely came out saying, like, I am hereby as president declassifying all of the documents. So he did that for just the Russia gate stuff, for the, uh, you know, crossfire hurricane stuff. I don't know what these records are. No one does. That's my point, is I could take a stack of blank papers, slap a top-secret flyer on it, and go, look what I got here, hmm? What is this, Trump? Huh? Yeah. This says top secret on it. Look, I see it. See? Because I put the little cover on it. But meanwhile, (laughs) it's just a blank book. You know what I mean? So, and that's my point. And and a lot of people were saying that is, how do you know what's actually within these documents? And if it is, in fact, classified, whose word are you taking? Mm, Yeah. Is it somebody who has been known to want to take down Trump? Can you trust them? For not being
2: biased. Well, that, and you saved a poster or something earlier about uh, somebody talking about this. And they were asking, how do you know what is even in this? If it's all classified.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so that this is um, it's on our Twitters and the bookmarks, and this is coming from Danny, Uh, that fella, Danny, he's replying to representative Eric Swalwell because Eric Swalwell tweeted out. These are secrets that protect our troops. Either you want them protected or believe they should be in the hands of a corrupt man who has used U.S. resources before to help himself, blah, 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 blah. right? Going off about it. Um, And so this, uh, that fella, Danny guy, is basically saying you're you're using this false dilemma fallacy. Mm -hmm. And he has this little snippet that says, This fallacy argues that you can break all arguments into two opposing views. The reality is that most subjects have a spectrum of views and opinions rather than assuming that an issue is a clear cut between two arguments, blah, 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 blah. So he's, he's basically saying, like, if our competitor believes in this cause, then it must be wrong. We should avoid supporting this cause since they're supported by our enemies and all this competitors. I thought that that was kind of a good way to look at it, too. But other than that, we all know that the FBI has been after Trump for this whole time and the since
2: 2015
1: yes and or before even yeah well i mean you look at the whole russiagate stuff and that was the fbi and you know the cia the intelligence operations right mm-hmm. um both former and current at the time so y- you don't know who to really trust because they could just be giving a biased opinion on yeah we want to take down trump right yeah, yeah. i mean I don't know if somebody was trying to investigate me and then I knew that they had a history of trying to take me down for something that I didn't do or
2: for anything.
1: I wouldn't trust them. No, you know? And it, so that leads into a, um, uh, yeah, going back to what you're, what you're saying, just to finish this topic up here. Um, the first obvious question that many people are asking about this photo. So going back to this, uh, Becker news article. Why are top secret documents that are arguably so sensitive to national security that a court appointed independent quote special master should not even be privy to them be spread out for a public photo?
2: Yeah.
1: Right? The attachment is not sealed, although the the Department of Justice has asked for numerous redactions for the search warrant affidavit that was purported or yeah, purportedly justified the unprecedented raid on the former president, right? Um, so why this photo? Why now? Why is this happening, right? Um, if you go to scroll on down there, um, well, yeah, I guess. So there's a second question that arises. Is this indeed a staged photo? Then why the need for the box on the right-hand side that has the Time Magazine cover in it, right? Mm-hmm. Because if this were going to be something that was staged to make Trump look bad, you wouldn't have this Time Magazine cover photo in there.
2: Yeah, the the Time Magazine has no relevance to any of this. Well, it, support,
1: it supports Trump. It supports his theory that, yeah, all these people were spying on me. See? You know what I mean?
2: Well, to a point, but you could also look at it as why, why is this collected as part of the evidence in the first place?
1: Maybe it was just there.
2: Like maybe it was there, but it, I mean, it's amongst other pictured, like framed things. Yeah. And they're all in boxes. Why would this be, these be in boxes, but all these other papers not be in boxes? Yeah. If you and go- then that supports Trump's theory of where he's saying they went in there and just threw shit everywhere and then took pictures <coughs> of it. For sure, dude. Yeah. Cause they're saying he was mishandling classified information.
1: Right. Um, Let's see here. So yeah, the the Time magazine cover that is not so subtly displayed in the FBI's stage photo is yet another sign that the Bureau is unable to do its job in a professional and apolitical fashion. That was our point, is they cannot be apolitical at this point. Uh, This compounds the problem of the apparent political timing of the FBI raid on August 8th, which came after... Or which came over 18 months into the Biden presidency, despite the documents allegedly being an urgent matter of national security, right? Logan Knight, thank you so much for that super chat. Long sir.
2: time no see, bro.
1: Yeah, what's that say? Sorry, I haven't been watching live. I've been working 14 to 15 hour days. jeez oh, Still listening to the pod, though. Keep killing it. Always, brother. Thanks, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that super chat. And nice seeing you. Nice talking to you. Um, hope all is well, but yes. So that's another point: is that that raid on August eighth came after eighteen months into Biden's presidency. Mm-hmm. And so, if the FBI knew about these national security risk documents, nuclear code, whatever, blah blah blah, go raid them now.
2: Yeah, why wouldn't that be like a number one priority?
1: Yeah, why wait until oh the twenty twenty two elections coming up? Let's raid them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little obvious, right?
2: So that's usually how they work.
1: Um. Yes, but here is the uh, here's something that I found interesting. Um, You had CNN commenter or commentator Asha Rengappa. She was saying that the Time magazine cover, along with Trump's other personal items, commingled with the classified documents, demonstrates that he was personally handling them.
2: Mm, Okay, (laughs) I'm like, no, how? Just because. because like, there was a photo in a box, yeah, it means that he was personally handling all those classified.
1: There was other personal items commingled too, Chris. Okay,
2: but that that go. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that goes to my point earlier. He kind of technically still has security clearance, right? He's a former president. He'd yeah. Be, he wouldn't. Why wouldn't he be handling them himself?
1: Yeah, and that's that. You know,
2: <laughs> you don't think if he kept these, he's not. Reading through them for any reason, he does. He's not holding them in his hand while he's reading them, he has somebody else hold them.
1: Yep, yeah. And again, um, if these documents are so top secret and sensitive, why are you throwing this photo out there? Right, why are you staging this photograph and you're not sealing these documents away for any potential, um configure like you could look at these documents and break them down and that's kind of where I wanted to go into next with the bio clandestine yeah. stuff but you would you would not allow the public to see one iota of these documents that's my point
2: well yeah if they were if they were that classified <laughs> nobody should even know they exist
1: exactly right um, and then yeah so essentially you had bio clandestine Uh, come out on telegram and he was able to extract some of the dates on the documents. And these are interesting. And he kind of blew up um, the, the dates on several of these documents. One, he was kind of questioning. He's like, yeah, I don't know if that's right, but um, he did say that one of the documents was August 26, 2018. Now it's a little blurry, you know, but you can kind of look at it and be like, okay, I can see that. That says, yeah, August 26, 2018. Um, and he points out that that was the death of John McCain. That's when John McCain died,
0: Mm.
1: you know? Um, and then the other document was May 9th of 2018. And he said that that was right around the corner of when Trump was pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal. Right? And so when we were hearing about this raid and we were hearing about, oh, he has, Trump has these top secret documents that are pertaining to nuclear uh, things. I don't, I don't know. I, that sounds like Ace Ventura, you know, <laughs> these intricate things. I don't know if intricate is even a word, but hey, I'll go with it. Sure. I like that.
2: Intriculate.
1: But yeah, they were saying that these were nuclear. They had something to do with nuclear, right? Yeah. And maybe if one of these documents was disclosing information about the Iran nuclear deal, maybe talking about some information that has not been disclosed to the public, maybe, you never know, right? And Hmm. going along with that, he reposted something from Paul Sperry, and this says, developing, sources tell me Biden DOJ was also... After Trump papers on Iran. Particularly information about dismantling Obama's Iran nuke deal. Who would be the most interested in securing or securing that information? The architect of the Obama deal who's now busy in the West Wing hammering out another sweetheart deal for Iran? Jake Sullivan. He is Biden's national security advisor. Who is Sullivan's spouse? The counselor, top aide. To Attorney General Merrick Garland, who personally ordered the raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate to allegedly find and seize, quote, nuclear secrets. His aide's name is Maggie Goodlander. Coincidence? Don't bet on it, you know? And we did kind of look up um Maggie good old Mag Magpie?
2: We call her Magpie? Magpie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Did I so my first job I worked at a Chevron uh pumping, you know, gas for people. Yeah. Checking their oil, doing like the full service routine. Okay. You know? And there was a woman who worked there and one of the guys was uh used to call her Magpie. I don't know why.
2: <laughs> that's not a good nickname.
1: Her name was Maggie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'd be
2: like if you were the Maggie being called Magpie, that's doesn't yeah. really like Doesn't suit. Yeah. I mean, maybe I don't know this person. So maybe magpie fits. Like if, but I feel like someone would get mad if I called them magpie.
1: Yeah. What if I called you Chris Pie? What's going on, Chris Pie? Nah. You'd be like, why the pie?
2: (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. Uh, Are you implying that I'm fat? (laughs) You know, like what does this mean? Pie? I mean, I'd
2: like pie, but I don't want to be called Chris Pie.
1: Well, This Magpie Goodlander, (laughs) Maggie Goodlander, she's married to Jake Sullivan, and she is an attorney, right, you said? Yeah. And she was also... um, She's an
2: advisor for national security and foreign affairs.
1: Well, and it's funny you say that because Jake Sullivan was also Hillary Clinton's foreign policy advisor. Mm. Rightio. So if you have Jake Sullivan... Looking into these Iran nuke deal documents. Yeah. Right. And he's going, wait a second. Uh, Trump might have something that we don't want to get out there. Uh, let's go ahead and have Merrick Garland issue a, you know, FBI raid and get those. Right.
2: Yeah. We kind of need those back.
1: Yeah. So he's like, honey,
2: Maggie, Magpie, come here. Oh, oh, maybe Magpie if you're like the significant other. Yeah. I mean, that might work. You know
1: what I mean? Magpie is like your nickname for your wife. I mean.
2: Ooh. maybe it's like a sexual thing.
1: Oh like when you're talking to your buddies like hey I got a little mag pie, little last mag night, pie. you know what I'm saying? not call, can't call. Yeah, serve me up a big dish of that pie, you know what I'm saying, guys? Come on now Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, was it cherry pie? Okay. I I you know, either way. Jake Sullivan knew about these deals. He could tell his wife Maggie to go tell her boss, aka Merrick Garland. You might want to issue a raid soon because he's going to come out with all this information. Or at least yeah. he has this information. Who the hell knows who's talking about it, right? So uh, that, to me, is very, very damn interesting. It is. Because I think that that, that is definitely has something to do with nuclear. I don't know if it's a nuclear, uh, you know...
2: No, that wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be codes. They've, they've come out and said that before. He has just the nuclear codes laying around. Yeah. They wouldn't be that because those get changed and it wouldn't matter if he had the nuclear codes when he was president or not, because they're 100. I guarantee they're not the same as they were.
1: Yeah. They'd be obsolete. Yeah. I I think that they change those. I mean, they got to change those. What every day, every hour. Yeah. I'm sure
2: they get changed a lot. You know, it's just some random code. If it what had to do with anything nuclear, maybe it was like, I don't know, base locations or target locations, or I, I have no idea.
1: Yeah, right. So, and that's that's where um, uh, something happened with Joe Lieberman too, right? So, who, who, where did Joe Lieberman come into this whole thing?
2: Uh, Lieberman was that where. She was the foreign affairs to Senator Joseph Lieberman. Okay. So and a she, professional staffer on the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs.
1: Committee. Oh, so she was an advisor for national security as well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, good old Joe Lieberman. Because we were talking about that before the show. We're like, where the hell have we heard that name? Like, there's so many names. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Peter Strzok, that, that's all like, these,
2: I feel like that's one foolproof way to know the government is way too big. If you don't know them all, if you don't know all the main people, like if you don't, if you don't know all the, the, the senators, well, I can't even name all the senators. Oh yeah. No, but there's no way. I feel like there should be just one person representing every state. So there'd be like 50 senators.
1: Mm. Isn't that
2: pretty much how it works?
1: Right. 50 senators. Yeah. But there's like
2: hundreds of people in Congress.
1: Yeah, well, you got the House of Representatives. That's usually where you get
2: a couple. Yeah, you know. there, there doesn't need to be that many. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I feel like there's there's too many people that work there. Well, e- either we're way, paying too many, we're paying too many people too much money. Either way, they don't deserve it.
1: Joe Lieberman looks like a a TV politician. He looks like somebody off like Simpsons, almost. Mister Burns, ask
2: uh, a little bit. I feel like a lot of them look like Mister Burns. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. It's just a weird, just a crooked. Oh, maybe that's where the nuclear come in, because that's where he owned the power plant, Mm. right? Smithers. (laughs) Trump's got our secrets. Trump
1: knows what we're doing here. We must go retrieve them, Smithers. (laughs) Yeah. Get Garland on the phone. (laughs) Get
2: (laughs) We need to raid Mar Lago now.
1: Well, so now let's talk about this. So do you think that if Trump so let's go along this timeline that Trump planned the raid? Let's just say this is like, you know, we're just shits and giggles time. okay? Trump planned the raid on August 8th because he wanted to expose some documents, let's just say. Right. Mm -hmm. And how do you get documents exposed? You get them picked up by intelligence agencies or you get them picked up by the police, FBI, raids, whatever. They take it and they introduce it into evidence. Mm -hmm. So he goes, hmm, I'm going to have a whatever somebody working for me on the inside of the FBI could be Christopher Ray. Yeah. Right. Because now what are you hearing? You're hearing that the FBI is calling for Ray to get out. They want to fire the guy. So maybe they found out that Christopher Ray is actually working with Trump. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And they're like, shit, this guy's planning this freaking stupid stuff and he's le- leaking these photos. Yeah.
2: They, they went in for the, for the search. They want to call a search now, Greg. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. You it's can't call search. it a raid now. Yep. It's a, it's a, they went in for the search. Okay. And they had this big, grandiose plan of what was going to happen. And it backfired on them. Mm. And then they, they're they thinking, like, how is everything we're doing backfiring on us? It yes. doesn't make any sense to it. We got a and rat. Then they're like, somebody is working against us.
1: Yeah, there's a rat, dude. Yeah. What's and, that movie with that, uh, that Jack Nicholson?
2: You, the You, Dirty Rat. Yeah. Or I,
1: or uh, with uh, uh, the guy who played, uh, oh, shit, Matt Damon.
2: Matt Damon. <laughs>
1: yeah, Matt, Matt Damon. Good Will Hunting? No. No, Matt Damon and Jack Nicholson, dude. Oh. And uh, Matt
2: Damon was a freaking rat.
1: <laughs> anyway, good movie. But
2: uh, why wouldn't you just assume that if, I, I'm going to assume that if you are one side, and you're trying to go after Trump and bring him down, you're going to try and get someone on the inside of his community. Right? Oh, yeah. that's yeah. That'd be like the ultimate thing you that, could do.
1: That's what they had been doing yeah. his, his entire presidency. So
2: why wouldn't you assume right off the bat that he is also trying to do the same thing?
1: Yes, and I think that he is now doing that.
2: Except he's starting to look like he's a lot more successful Oops, no. at doing it.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely going his way for now. I mean, we'll see what his way looks. Now, like.
2: Now, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that Trump planned the whole thing. Yeah, I I am gonna I'd be willing to say he saw what was going to happen and played it to his favor. Okay, I, I think I think Trump's very resourceful, resourceful, and he like he was like a chess champion or whatever, right? So he's going to take whatever moves are happening in front of him and benefit from those moves some way.
1: See, I've never heard I've heard theories and stories of Trump being good at chess. I've
2: never heard whether that's true or not.
1: Same thing with Barron, but I've never seen some documented proof. You know what I mean? Like, show me the picture of the guy sitting down playing some chess, looking very concentrated. And then I'll believe it. I'll be like, I saw a picture of Trump (laughs) playing chess,
2: bro. And he looked concentrated. But I mean, you don't have to be a chess champion to, to know how to do moves like that. No. Like if you see something happening, you, whether you have someone that you have working on the inside and they're relaying you information, and it looks like something like this is going to go this way. Why wouldn't you m- maneuver things around? So it goes in your favor?
1: Yeah, that's true. And you know where the communication pathway goes. Like for instance, um, our media gets all of their information from intelligence agencies, mm-hmm. Right. So you know that the intelligence agencies are going to leak certain things to our media resources. I mean, CNN uh, is on the scene instantaneously. Oh yeah, you know when Roger uh, Roger Stone got yep. arrested
2: there while he they walked in.
1: They were there before the raid started. Yeah, like how would you guys know about this shit, right? So it's he knows that the intelligence agencies are going to be fed information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the uh, news agencies are going to be fed. Information from the intelligence agencies. So he goes, okay, what? If, what if I can start tainting the information to make it look like, uh, oh yeah, Trump's the bad guy. Here it is, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they're going to take the bait. They're going to oh, be yeah. like, oh yes, this is awesome, dude. It Makes. Trump- and then
2: once they actually look at it, they're like, oh
1: yeah, like shit. oh dang it, whoops, a daisy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he, I think he's taking advantage of that communication pathway. He's planting his own evidence which is like this is all shits and giggles everybody right yeah so he would be planting the evidence that he knows that the bad guys don't want to get out right Mm -hmm. and he goes okay so you guys uh come and raid me or search my house and take my stuff okay i'll make a big deal about it you guys can make a big deal about it you can return my passports you know because i want you guys to screw up along the
2: way yeah but in the end i've Mastered this uh, exchange here to where you guys just look like the idiots and the assholes.
1: Yeah. And so he takes pictures or like they have this all sprawled out. Mm -hmm. You know, whoever went and did the raid took these pictures. He knew what the documents were. But maybe he's now saying, "Okay, um, why are you releasing this picture? There's a photo of the Time magazine. You know, and, and like that is kind of a weird argument that, yeah, because there's this photo of a Time magazine cover, Trump must be in on it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, that doesn't explain anything.
1: It doesn't. That. It really it's a
2: it's a stretch. It's just it's a weird thing to have there.
1: It is a very. Weird but thing. I
2: mean, maybe when the FBI does their searches. M- maybe they just take anything and everything in the vicinity and that's all evidence. So they just pop yeah. into all, all the thing. But it is very peculiar that it is that picture.
1: Well, and it, all it does is reinforce the idea that Trump's a narcissist and he loves pictures of himself and he's like, <laughs> yeah, this time magazines of me, yeah. I'm going to have it framed in all gold. I'm going to put it up on my wall. It's big and beautiful. All my walls are big. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So. And gold plated. So, yes. So I see like, you know, it's, which it's,
2: they were in gold plated frames.
1: They yeah. were. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's, <laughs> it's, it was a nice freaking frame. So good on him. But and that's that's where it's like, okay, so now you're getting the photo of these documents, supposedly mm. whatever they're supposedly top secret, but if they were really top secret, there would be no cameras in the room, you know, so this photo wouldn't exist yeah in my in my opinion, and now we're getting hints that maybe this could be about the Iran nuclear deal, hmm, and Boy, oh boy, I, I really haven't dug that deep into the Iran nuclear deal. And I know that there's certain libertarians. I know Dave Smith said that he actually liked the Iran nuclear deal. He didn't think that that was a bad idea. You know, get rid of nuclear weapons. That sounds good. But there's got to be something underneath there, right?
2: Oh, yeah. There's there's always a, a secondary level to all that shit. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah governments don't do deals with each other unless they're both getting something they want.
1: Yeah. And a deal on the face value isn't always as it seems, you know, there's always, you look at the omnibus bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much hidden gems are in there. Oh you know? yeah. So that's my thing As I'm, I'm just slowly kind of looking at this information, not knowing what to think about it. And then going, you know, maybe Trump did take documents. Maybe he did screw up. If he did, show me the letter of the law and then cuff his ass. But if he didn't, what are we doing? Yeah. You know?
2: And if he, if he did take a bunch of stuff that he shouldn't have taken, wouldn't he have been arrested already? Like, wouldn't they have found the stuff and immediately got an arrest warrant for him? Well, you're not supposed
1: to have these. Yeah. You're going to jail. There is something about the timing of this, right? We're getting close to the 2022 elections. Trump has not announced whether or not he's going to run for president again in 2024. Okay. Biden just did.
2: Yeah. But wouldn't it, it look even better for the left to arrest Trump right before the midterms? Wouldn't that look better for them? Or arrest him in 2023, a year out.
1: But why wait? Because it's the the recency bias. Everybody has. I mean, the news cycle moves so fast. Yeah, I mean, the people are like, "Oh wait, Trump was Trump was impeached twice." Wait a second, he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they they get on this thing where there's so many topics to to think about. They're gonna want this to burn in everybody's mind for. a
2: Yeah, long. but I I don't think time isn't on their side. Mm. So waiting till 2023 would not benefit them. I don't think. Because as as soon as midterms are over, and if they lose their asses on in midterms, I have a feeling Biden's in a lot of fucking trouble anyway. So he might not even make it to then.
1: Well, and that's that's the thing is So he-
2: they would need some kind of something to happen to sw- try to sway people for midterms so he doesn't have to deal with all that shit.
1: Yeah. You know, I had this random thought in my mind, I'm like, nah, it's dumb. <laughs> It's dumb, but what? I was thinking like, what if Kamala Harris is actually a good, a good on the good team, and she's tricking everybody? And I'm like, nah, it can't be. <laughs> it can't be.
2: She's just, too, I mean, she's too dumb. That would be a uh, a one, major twist, wouldn't one it? one hell of a twist, right? You know what I mean? If I mean if she is, if that would, if that was a twist to happen, that would pff, hell of an actress.
1: Yeah, because I was thinking like. Tr- Biden will be getting out of office, I believe, soon. I mean, the guy's going senile. He's losing his memory.
2: Yeah, if he he doesn't go out, I mean, one of three ways is going to happen, honestly. Either he has some some health thing, and he has to leave. Yeah. They either force him out, or he's elected out. Yeah. The third one, I I honestly don't believe he'll make it to them. He's either a health issue is going to force him out, or... Legislation is going to force him out.
1: Okay, you don't think the health will uh, take advantage of his body and he will cease to exist on this planet anymore? Or? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But I just I know that he will get impeached. I yeah. mean, you're looking at they're, all.
2: They're definitely going to try.
1: Yeah. So.
2: I mean, and why wouldn't they?
1: Yep. And and that's the the question is if he's impeached. Because we were looking at this a while ago. Remember when we were looking at, okay, what are the rules here, okay? Yeah. we got to bring out the manual, this game book. We're like, okay, so if if the president gets impeached or if the president dies, how does this work? Does the, the vice president automatically just jump in?
2: Yeah, pretty willy much. Willy-nilly? You get sworn in, so it isn't like an instant thing. I think there's a... A ceremony they do and like a, she has to be sworn in and all this yeah. stuff. So it takes a little bit of time.
1: Oh, so that's Burning Man. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, September So 4th. I mean,
2: if something catastrophic were to happen, it, it could be like within an hour or two, I assume. Or within.
1: They got to go into a secret room and just kind of. They just have to make sure.
2: It it, yeah, they have to make sure all their ducks are in a row first. Hmm. And then, I mean, she could be sworn in instantaneously. I mean, I don't, I'm not exactly sure that. Yeah. Time period process. But,
1: but I think there's gotta be a vote too eventually. Right. So the sworn in might be a temporary thing, but I think that there's gotta be a vote. Maybe this is the vote for the vice president, like a replacement. Yeah. There's a vote. Yeah. There's gotta be a vote for a vice president. Um, but we did look and there's, this is a fascinating, uh, conversation though. It's like the transition period, right? So right after the election, Biden won, you know, and then you have Trump still in there, Mm -hmm. Right. So what happens in the meantime, as you're waiting for Trump to get out of the White House and Biden to come in, what were to happen if someone died in that period of time? Mm -hmm. What would we do? And and that was the weird rule book. There was this. So like you had an elected official who was just elected, not sworn in yet, but while he was waiting in this month period, ended up passing away. Mm -hmm. Like, what do we do? Shit, we just elected this guy. The whole country voted for it. What do we do, right? And there's there there's these weird rules, man. It's not
2: just quick and easy. Yeah,
1: it's not like a sworn in type of thing. So,
2: I mean, a situation like that, that would be honestly something that's only really ever happened a couple of times in this country's history, right? Like, I don't know only, if it's the ever the happened. Only, well, the only other times anything like that has happened when somebody's been assassinated.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't right after they were sworn in. No. Or not sworn in, but elected.
2: No, but the I mean, this wouldn't be right after he's elected either, though.
1: That's true. That's true. But um, yes, it, you're right. But I just, I find that that situation is a little bit more intriguing because the rules are way different than yeah. what we realize. But this, this time around, yeah, we'll see because does... Does Trump or whoever the, whoever the president at the time is, did they have the opportunity to fire FBI people? Because I know Trump fired James Comey, mm-hmm. right? Can he do that for just anybody in the bureau?
2: I think so.
1: Yeah. Oh shit. Someone fell down the stairs.
2: Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I, I, I believe so. Mm. Any heads at um, least figureheads, I think. OK, I don't think he could just walk in and start and start firing just normal employees
1: because they're talking about they have all these. Uh, I know tech whoever
2: he, whoever heads, he they appoint to positions they can get rid of. OK,
1: because I, I've heard that Congress is now looking at just frickin getting rid of the FBI or at least limiting it to the point where you're scrubbing it down yeah. to a minimal operation, you know, like getting rid of a lot of those jobs.
2: The other tricky thing would be if like if the president needs to be replaced and they have to Congress has to vote in a new vice or whatever, a new house or whoever that works. Mm -hmm. If it happens after the midterms, something like that happens after the midterms, who do you think they're going to put in? Trump. What if Trump becomes the vice president? And then the vice president themselves can try to impeach the president. Wow. I'm I'm pretty sure. Like Yeah, because they were a, talking a, about Pence doing that shit. Yeah, it's a it's a Senate thing and and the vice president is like the tiebreaker vote in Senate races, right? Dude. If that happened,
1: I don't know what the hell I would do. I'd be like, what country do we live in right now? This is freaking bizarre. Wouldn't that just be the most bizarre thing ever? Yeah. And like, don't
2: don't quote me on the exact how that process actually works because I don't know one hundred percent. But
1: yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if you had Kamala Harris as the president and then they they voted in Trump, like the new sworn in Congress votes in Trump as the VP. Jeez. Oh, boy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. No, that wouldn't fly, bro. So many people would be like,
2: no fucking way. We can't have this <laughs> shit. You
1: know what I mean? Like, they'd think that. I don't think that'll
2: happen. But. No.
1: That's just too, too head buddy right up there where anything can happen to one person and then Trump gets in charge again. They could.
2: They could. Put him as House Speaker.
1: Yeah, I've heard that theory going around.
2: Because it doesn't even have to be a, a person in Congress.
1: Yeah. They I can
2: just pick whoever.
1: Trump's like to, have you heard the term BDE? BDE? Big Dick Energy. Oh. Okay. Yeah. He's got that Big Dick Energy where he will not stand for Speaker of the House. That's, that's below <laughs> the Big Dick, okay? He's like, nah. Uh, this thing ain't swinging that low. Yeah. All know. right? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'd be, it's going to be very interesting as far as that aspect goes to see where, what happens after November. Because I oh, have yeah. a feeling things are going to get very exciting.
1: Yeah, they're going to get exciting. They're going to get crazy. Unique genetics. Thank you so much for that super chat. It's right at while. the end there. Yeah, 25th Amendment mail-in award for camel toe hairy. Not enough kneecap skin for the writer to be on the goodish her side. JFK on the plane, Truman, quick and easy, 40K crushing it yes
2: hi hi
1: hi yes well thank you everybody for thank joining guys, and thank you Unique X. that was very kind of you um, you guys com. you can find some badass merch you can get all the things that support us uh, get on Patreon it's fun it's join the family every Friday call-in shows and then a paranormal show once a month on yep. Zoom and it is very fun a hell of a time alrighty Chris good show raise your glass sir alrighty until next time everybody Sai uh Nara
0: according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. ugh the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right.